You can also, um, you can talk to me about right? anything you want. <laughs> We're keeping that in. <laughs> Welcome back to the Gentleman's Dojo. Here we are, back again. To my left. Comedian Gary Cannon, to my right. Steve Byrne, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> and in the middle, joining us today from San Diego, you know him, you love him, Mad TV. He plays characters with Down syndrome yes. on the league. Thank you. Uh, he was one fourth, twenty five percent of a touring company known as the Kims of Comedy. My hero. Oh, Bobby Lee, geez. everybody. In studio, by the Thanks way. Thanks for having me here, guys. I really appreciate it. And he's got his own show here on All Things Comedy as well. Yeah. Thank Very you for the excited. plug. I really appreciate so it. So your podcast is the good, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> but it's Tiger Belt. Tiger, yeah. Tiger Belt, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. called Tiger Belt. How long have you been doing it? We're like 12, 13 episodes in. You know, I um, my girlfriend had a podcast, and then she was just like, you want to do it with me? I go, all right. And then we started doing it. It's fun. So you do a podcast with your girlfriend? Yes, in my uh, in my condo. And it's just, we do it at midnight. Tonight yeah. at midnight we'll start, and then we'll release it Wednesday. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. What do you guys talk you, about on the you. podcast? Um, debauchery, really. You know, Interesting. Uh, I, I really talk about everything that, um, all my problems and um, my sexual problems. Uh -huh. I have a lot of sexual problems. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I do. I mean, the list goes on. And I have a lot of life problems, and we just talk about stuff like that. About my character defects, about, like, you know, what my goals are, how lazy I am. I talk about <laughs> video games. I love video games. Just everything. But I'm an open book, right? So if you want to, hey, you know, you've had sex with prostitutes. I, I have. You admit <laughs> it. I, have, I admit it. Sure. And there's nothing I can do. Right. It's <laughs> right. the past, and I've done it, and that's okay. Sure. You're okay with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why do you get high pitched? Because I because people say you know, my parents go, why do you have to do that? I go, I, I did it, Dad. You know what I mean? But don't do it. I go, I, I'm sorry. Right. But yeah, you've yeah. always been ever since I've known you. I think that's what that's why I love you. Why? As much as I do, <laughs> as crazy as you, you're you are totally honest. You have always been an open book. You don't like a lot of guys would be like, if they if they slept with a prostitute, they would never bring that up to people. But yeah. you. You don't care. <laughs> no, I, right? I do care, and I think it's immoral. But you don't care if people know. Like you're you're very open in that regard. You embrace. I, mean. I did your past. it. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean, and if I something that I did, even though I'm embarrassed by it, it's like you know maybe if I expose the world to it, that maybe I'll stop my behavior. But I mean, I would just say this: I've never cheated on any girlfriend of I. You know, I mm -hmm. I go crazy between relationships. I go hog wild. Right. Yeah. Like I was in Thailand. Oh boy. And I was shooting this really bad movie with Michelle uh, Yao from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Grown Ups 3? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is she in that? No. Oh. And um, we, you know, one night I had dinner with Michelle Yao and a couple of people, and I just realized there's no way that I'm going to be able to hang out with these people for two months. You know what I mean? Because she's an older, sophisticated, she's like the middle streep of Asian actresses. You right, know? right. You don't want to hang out. So I'm out like, yet. what do I do? And I just ended up going to a brothel every night. I took my per diem, I took a moped to this place called. <laughs> Your per diem. Yeah, I did. Right. To, to this place called Amsterdam. And I, I hung out there for two months. And then, you know, I admit it. And I feel do bad you not about get it. Do you like going to a brothel, like catching anything or. Nah. <laughs> Bobby! <laughs> no, no, I'll tell you why. I believe that Koreans are unbreakable. Okay. We're evolved. 
What? <laughs> from STDs? I think I am. <laughs> okay. I think that's my power. If they did a movie, right? Yeah, that's my power. That that would be your 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 maybe power my, would be my like, nemesis would be Ebola. Maybe that's the thing that gets me. But like, if in, if I was a superhero, that would be my power. Well, so well, someone some would be like, we someone needs to <laughs> have sex with Charlie Sheen yeah. to infiltrate and get this information from you. You're like, I'll do it. No, I won't. No, I won't no, contract no, no, anything. No, 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 no. I, I don't, don't get listen, STDs. Listen, Wait, what kind of per diem are you getting on this movie? I mean, are you getting? Well, uh, you're getting like seventy-five bucks. So is that a, good... a day? But for them, that's like a million dollars. Right. So you're taking the money that you should be using for like sundries, and you're spending it on sex. Yeah, but that was years ago, guys. Yeah. That's in the past. Yeah, you I, I'm in a relationship, and I. Um, <laughs> How's your relationship now? Amazing. Great. Like it's probably the best relationship I've ever been in. About how long have you been dating? Two and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Do you foresee you walking down the aisle? Or yes. Is... Oh, you do? It's the first time I've ever said, like, I'm going to probably marry her, and then number two, I'm probably going to have children with her. Oh, wow. Big this statement. is quite a change. Yeah, I've never, I've never said that before in my life. Bobby Lee, I know. Yeah. Because you used to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die alone. Yeah, I mean, that is a fantasy. You know what? I mean? what? Yeah, I, like being 70 and then find, find my skeleton with like an Xbox 360 controller in my hand. <laughs> like, what happened? He was playing Fallout 9, you know what I mean, Los Angeles. You are a Sonic huge gamer. But you, you were telling me the other day, you and Eric Griffin from Workaholics yeah. and your brother, I think, play Destiny together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were telling me it logs your hours. Mm -hmm. How many hours did you log into that game? 1,400. 1400 dude something like that you could have learned to play the guitar yeah i know, know ten thousand become I an play expert the, i know how to play the guitar come on i do guitar do? hero yeah and I, yeah that no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no that's what it is i can play a little guitar i can play a little piano i, I, I i'm fine this is this thing that i think would shock a lot of people that i know about bobby bobby lee you look at it just google google a picture of bobby lee and then that guy played hockey you played ice hockey yeah Growing up in San Diego, which is crazy. No, I grew up in Minnesota as a kid. Oh, right? okay. So okay. when I was a kid, um, that was what you did. Yeah. In Minnesota, and then when I was twelve, we moved to uh, San Diego, and I played for two years in San Diego. And yeah, you wouldn't expect you to somebody to play down there. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, but, but it was the San Diego Chickens. It's a real team, and yeah. uh, my brother and I played. Both played. Yeah. That's great. But I you I, you describe yourself as lazy, though. I mean, is that like you kind of feel like you're just kind of like. I, I'm the most laziest person. Really, on earth, I think I really believe that. Really, yeah. And he I'm not. It's not a joke. I, I but you have a great career, though. How could that not, be? It's not. It's not. Oh, he, <laughs> he could be huge. I could be huge. Right. But if I, you, I'll give an example. So we're doing the Kim's a comedy. Right. Okay. We just filmed the DVD. It's Bobby, Ken Jeong, <laughs> Kevin Shea, myself. Right. We're doing a show in San Francisco. The shows are sold out. We got to go down there. And this is at a time when this is like ten years ago. Ken is not Ken Jeong. Right. I haven't done anything. I, I haven't even had a Comedy Central special. Bobby's on Mad TV. Mad TV is pretty darn popular. It's on Comedy Central. Bobby, you walk anywhere with Bobby. People know him. They want to get a picture with him. He was, you know, you still are very popular. <laughs> keep, going, keep talking. I'm listening to but, everything you're saying. But at that time, we needed Bobby to be there. Right. He's the show. That's the reason people, people are coming are to coming see him. To, right. So... It's the day before the show, and I call Bobby and I go, "Hey, are you uh, are you excited about San San Francisco?" He's like, "What are you talking about?" I go, "Dude, we have a show in San Francisco this weekend. All of us." He goes, "Oh, we do. How am I gonna get there?" <laughs> I go, "Dude, you didn't get a, a ticket?" He goes, "No, I had to cancel my airline ticket, go over, and I was I, ca I called Ken. I was like." 
you won't believe this. Bobby doesn't have a ticket. Ken's like, make sure he gets there. I was like, okay. So I canceled my flight, drove over. That was the only, and I had to vis- literally get him in my car to drive him to San Francisco to make sure that he got there. Let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? <sighs> you just did. <laughs> okay, okay. Did I end up showing up to the gig? Yes. Because enough, I'd be I, there. Enough said. Oh, you want to know what happened when we were driving down there, though? What? So Bobby's sleeping, right? I'm driving. Well, just tell me the story and then I hear... you say it out loud. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't do that. No. No. no, no yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I, yeah. I, I, why, would, why would I do that? No, 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 no. I, I look I, over, I, and Bobby goes, dude, you know this is true. Bobby goes, keep driving. Yeah, but and I, I'm like, what? <laughs> no. He goes, keep driving. You were totally joking. You were I, fucking okay, around yeah, with but... me, but... Listen to me, okay? You started <laughs> I know, whacking right. off in okay. front of me. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean, okay? Is that on the is that on the podcast? My bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so then I, oh. I'm so disgusted oh, at it. God. I'm like, we don't talk for like an hour or two. I'm like, yeah. it's not funny. Bobby's <laughs> laughing. So we go do the first show the first night. And we're in San Francisco at the punchline, okay? <laughs> I finish my set. I walk into the green room. The door shuts behind me. Nobody's in the green room. But I walk in, and the door, like, slams shut, and I turn around, and Bobby's in the corner, butt naked. He goes, hi. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? And it's he locked Korean the hello. door. <laughs> the Korean hello. <laughs> oh Have you God. always been comfortable naked? Yeah. Um, let me just say this, okay? I, I want to defend myself, all right? <laughs> I used to do things like that to shock <laughs> comics and just to Congratulations! Have, thank you. I want to control a situation, and that's how I do it. Right. Um, Steve Trevino, who's a comic, yes. I was in Houston. I'd never met him before. He picked me up from the airport. He was living in Texas at the time, mm-hmm. and this is like 15 years ago maybe. Yeah. And he kicked me out of the car in the on the freeway. <laughs> right. Why did you? Because I was what? masturbating in the back. I didn't know him though, right? Now, when you're doing that, are you like goofing off? Or are you yeah, like? Yeah, I'm laughing. I'm giggling. It's fun. It is. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I call, crazy, I call it fun- funsies. 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 And he literally goes, "Bro, get out!" He, he, he I, on the side of a freeway, right? And he drove away. You know what? You know, like if, if you watch Tommy Boy. And there's that thing where Chris Farley goes, Tommy want wingy. Like, to this day, that will make me laugh. It, it fucking makes me laugh so hard. But wait, hard, are but... you full on going at it? Or there's no, like I'm this not erect. Number of... one, I'm not erect. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Num- number two. Steve, I think it's... he's doing it right now. No, I'm not doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> number two, it's, it's, it's just a joke. And also, can I just say this? Over what? the last five probably years, I don't do stuff like that anymore. Yeah, you really have toned it down because you were. Yeah, I was crazy. You were, yeah, yeah. I think you still are crazy, but like in a, it's it's always been in a good way. Can you tell everybody how you almost got fired from Mad TV? Well, I did get fired, and then they rehired me. You mean oh, the, the so, shitting the my pants? No, 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 no. Oh. What? <laughs> what? What? No. What? You didn't tell me that. What part. are you talking about? Where the new girl got hired? Oh, that wasn't. I I got sued, but I didn't get. I almost got sued, but I didn't get fired. You, no, the president <laughs> of the network had to call. What happened? So this is this is like an example. Like Bobby tells you the story. It's like holy shit, that's crazy. But like to you, that was just another Tuesday at that time. Yeah, I mean, I got in trouble though. So what did you do at Mad All right, TV? Well, was, this new girl gets hired. The, the, uh, one morning, you know how you know you're, you know you you were on a, a show, and you know sometimes you have rehearsals early in the I morning. Do. Yeah, Gary, well, yours yeah. is popular though, Bobby. <laughs> yours I is like a comedy. Show, you know, you know my, here's the one. There we go. I would love to be on it, but Here we uh, go. <laughs> well, I want to talk about that later. Um, <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, so one morning I show up to rehearsals and 
there's a girl sitting on the couch <laughs> in the rehearsal room. I had no idea who she is, right? Okay. But she's eating yogurt, you know? And I was so tired, you know? And so I just, I sometimes when I'm tired, I make wrong decisions, you know? And I grabbed the back of her head and I farted <laughs> in her face. Jesus Christ, <laughs> While she was eating, she, Her mouth was open because she was eating yogurt. <laughs> And usually God, people so go, what gross. are you? So usually people go, what are you doing? Or whatever, right? Yeah. That's how it, her reaction. Her reaction, she cried. Right? She started crying. What tears were? I don't know. When tears come out of the face, that's crying, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Right? So um, I go, whoa, you know, because I've never had that reaction before. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, why did you do that? Whatever. And then um, Mike McDonald and Ron Peterson approached me, and then Ron started pushing me. And then Mike had to take Ron Peterson and put him in a headlock and bring him back. It was chaotic. But then, you know, I looked at the girl. And I go, I'm sorry. And then, <laughs> and then, like that hours later, sure, I took yeah. a nap and I woke up and everyone called. Yeah, it was like you know, what I mean, you gotta call us. You know, you, you might have to get a lawyer. You're in fucking big trouble. Who was the girl? I mean, not Krista, that she's one of my best friends, now, Krista Flanagan. In fact, you look at my Instagram. I have. A, I just saw her a week ago, and we. I have a photo with her. Wow. My latest post was with Krista, but she later did Mad Men. I mean, she's a very talented girl, and she's one of my best friends. And I've told this story on Comedy Central before. Yeah. So it's like it's not something that's I'm hiding or I'm, right. You know, it's just that she can't enjoy yogurt anymore. Yeah, she hates yogurt. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? One of my favorite stories that you've ever told me. Can you tell us about the? I think it was like it, the, it depends. Go ahead. The daytime Emmy one with. I don't, talk about that. I don't oh, want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. Really? I don't want to talk about that. There's nothing bad in that. We'll talk about it later. There's nothing bad in that. Maybe if I come back the next time. There won't be a next time. <laughs> Why? You don't want me back? Well, I know. I'm just, How uh, rude. <laughs> you won't talk about that? No, uh, maybe next time. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, I have a million other stories, but like, can we talk about us? <laughs> and we're we're okay. going as a family? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why don't you talk about your experience <laughs> as a Kim of Comedy? And why why do you think the Kim's of Comedy never never worked out? Because because at the time it was uh, Latin Kings of Comedy, sure. Kings of Comedy, and then Barry Katz and New Wave filmed the Kim's of Comedy. Yeah. What what happened with that? I think that, and this is something that people are probably going to hate what I say, but it's like I think that specific Asians, like if you, like we were a specifically Korean show, mm -hmm. and I don't know if that is something that. Filipinos want to watch, right? Right. So I don't feel like I feel like if you see a black night, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, like an African American like comedy right. show, African Americans will come out and support it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, one African is African is not gonna be like, hey, I'm from South Africa and he's from Uganda, so we can't see the show, to, right? But we, for for some reason, Asians are divide. The division is there, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? The cultural divisions or whatever, right? So it's like we didn't. It just wasn't a thing. Yeah. We would do shows. San Francisco, yes, we would do well. <laughs> but then we did the Will Turn and we ate it. Yeah, in Koreatown. In Koreatown. Wow. Yeah, I, that you would assume that our own people would come and support us. And when you say ate it, how many and people nobody are there? Nobody. Nobody. Came like, and supported really? us. Really? We're in the um, Wilton Theater and <laughs> a, what is it? A, like Live Nation just bet on us. They're like, oh, well, this is sure. going to do great. We'll put in Koreatown. They had a second show. Yeah. yeah, it was embarrassing. We went there. My parents flew in. Yeah, it was really fucking oh, yeah. embarrassing. They were asking the ushers to sit in the chairs. No Korean showed up. Yeah, no Korean showed up. And I think if we did it now, it now would be a sellout. Could, yeah, yeah. But I think then, no. And um, it was really upsetting. I remember it being upsetting. You know, how long did that tour last? That all of you guys went on? We did. Oh, we 
did a handful of a handful, dates. yeah. That was it? Yeah. We did Hawaii, that was fun. We did San Francisco, we did LA, and that's pretty much all I Yeah, think I we think did, we did yeah. San Francisco like twice and yeah. then that that's my favorite. Well the last story. the last San Francisco one was really bad. <laughs> we did this okay, so Bobby and Ken have always had this no, brother I ro- love him. Brotherly kind of affection for each other. Love and, him. And at some point I think Ken had developed some sense of a rivalry with Bobby whereas Bobby was on Mad and all this stuff and then Ken became like the Asian Samuel Jackson where for a moment in time he's in like everything. You could go to a movie theater over the summer and if he wasn't in the movie he was in two trailers. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah. He was uh, a Pepto-Bismol commercial and everything. Yeah. yeah. So we, we do the show in San Francisco and Bobby's not on it but then Bobby flies down to come unapologize no, 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 no. to Ken. No, okay, here's what happened. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you what happened. Just look at me right now. <laughs> okay, right? what? This is what happened. What happened was is that when we were doing the Kims originally, right? I asked for more money, all right, and which gave, I don't know about Ken, but I know the other guy. He still resent me, resents me to the day, to this day. Mm-hmm. When that other guy had no credits, he doesn't have credits up to this point. He doesn't deserve the amount of money that I made on it. And it's like you know, if we did, if we were to do it Bobby now, was the draw, yeah. If we were to do it now, I would, I would even, if Ken wanted more money, I would go, yeah, he deserves more money. If you wanted more money, you deserve it. But at the time, they didn't, right? Right. So it's like there was resentments occurring. You, you know were I mean? the draw. Yeah, and, sure, and, and, wrong and, with that. and then when we did, um, then they kicked me out of the tour. You did, and then I don't. Everything yeah, you did. Blur. You did because you were already booked there, right? And then what right. you said, you wanted me back in. I, I was always pushing. Yeah, for me to be Steve in it. wanted yeah. me back in, and so Steve goes, "Hey, I'll secretly fly you mm-hmm. to San Francisco, and you could just surprise us and, and just talk to up, the guys, and, and you'll go up, this out, right?" I go, "Yeah, all right." So he flies me over there. I go in the green room, and they just didn't want me there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, Ken, Ken really took exception to it, and then there was a moment where these two, it looked like they were going to fight. Fist and fight. Fist fight. Kevin Ooh. Shea is tapping me on the shoulder because oh. everybody's five five. Yeah, yeah. And I'm the only one that's like average. I'm six foot. So Kevin's like, "You got to break this up. You got to break this up." This would have been between Bobby and Ken. And Ken. Yeah. It, oh, wow. it looked bad, and I and I was like, it I was, was ugly. I was getting ready to start it, and then I I stopped for a minute. I was like, "This would be the cutest fight I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> it would be. But then I I broke it up, and then um. Yeah, we've never done a show since. So that, the, the Kim's we've, Comedy went from four of you guys then to three. Yeah. For one just, weekend, because oh. Ken had started kind of on his way up, and he said, hey, let's do something. So we we did it, um, but there was the exception, we don't want Bobby, but I was always at the mindset, look, it was the four of us starting. Let's figure this out. We're mm-hmm. all, we, we all started together, especially you, Ken, and I. Yeah. I mean, you... You were already on the. That's how I met you. You were on the Tonight Show, mm. and I was in New York City as a New York comic, and I saw him on the Tonight Show do a set. He had just been cast in Mad TV, mm-hmm. and he killed, absolutely killed. And I talked to my manager Barry Katz at the time. I go, I saw this Korean dude last night, Bobby Lee. On on, he goes, Oh, I know him. Gave me his number. I called him up and I, I congratulated I've, I've, when's him. When's the when's in in life? When does that ever happen? A comedian you've never met, right from New York, calls you out of the blue just to say. I think your Tonight Show set was amazing. I mean, as soon as he called, I just went, "Well, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to know this guy. I'm about to cry right now. I really, I really am. I mean, that's the nicest thing." Did he hit you up for dates? No. Oh, Fuck you, Gary. Great set, you. Bobby. You He's got not, any he dates? He wasn't needy. It wasn't like that. It was just like one comic to another. Like, hey, dude, I just want to let you know 
that what you did was great. And I just went, wow, well, this guy's cool. And we've been ever since he that phone call, we've been very good friends. And I, I, I've always adored him. So I moved to L.A. maybe like a year later, and I met Bobby. I remember the first night I met him, he was at Dublin's, which mm. is, used to be this hot show in L.A. on right. Tuesday nights. And I went there to see him, and I met Ken Jung there that night as, too, as well. Mm -hmm. And then we all, all three of us became friends, and uh, it's been a little different since then. You know, you know <laughs> I, I think that we could still do it. And I'll tell you why. I've never even thought of I oh, have. You I, have? Yes. Yeah. Because I don't like losing. Yeah. I like winning. Okay, so it's like for me, it's like the timing was off. All right, the timing, yeah. For I, I and also I've changed. Mm -hmm. You know, over the years I've grown up. I don't really do the things I used to do, and I, I'm pretty like you know, trustworthy. I, I have 14 years sober. Oh, it's awesome. In March 6th, you know what I mean. So I'm like I've been in 12-step groups for 14 years. I I really work it. So I've 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 grown up, and I feel like if we did it now. We, I would do it differently. I mm -hmm. think that number one, I would split the money evenly, or if they wanted more, I would do that. And two, I would take on my responsibilities. And I think that people would actually come down. In fact, you know, there's every year in San Francisco they do that Asian show with you know other Asians. Never been invited. I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying maybe we should. Roy we Wood should, has. We could do a rival, a rival <laughs> against them. Who, who's who's that show? It's Dad Fan and a bunch of a bunch of other people. Oh. But I think that you and I, me and you and Ken could just go and do our own one. You know okay. But let me ask you, because you, you've admitted a few minutes ago you're a lazy guy, you're not mm. very mo right? You, but is that something that you, thinking about, would put together, that you would have the motivation to be like, heck yeah, I'm going to put this together and get it moving, or <laughs> you need somebody else to put it together? That's a very good question. Because, <laughs> I mean, obviously you, you, you love the way you're this idea clever. sounds, right? Yeah, yeah. But you admitted 10 minutes ago that you're not, you know, very motivated. You know, I'm just I mean, wondering. When I say I'm not motivated, I mean by the, like, for instance, if I, I, I go on the road pretty much every week. So uh -huh. it's like when they say you have to do press, I'm there. I don't, I'm not late. I do it. I come home. I don't complain. I mean, so in terms of my responsibilities as a, as a business, you know, I conduct it in, in the best way I can, you know, and just in terms of like, Going out and like, hey, you need to go to this party to shake hands. I don't do that. Right. Whereas other people will do that. You know what I mean? I don't shake hands. I don't use social you know, environments to get a job, which is probably my downfall. Are you more, if you're not working, you'd rather just be at home kind of hanging out and not doing much? Or are you still the social guy? Even when you're not performing, you'll still oh, go always to the, in the comedy gym. store. He's always in the gym. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll give you an example. Like I'm, I'm reoccurring on a show called Love, which is Judd Apatow's Netflix show. Okay, I did three episodes, but then they, um, you know, I'm going to do the second season, and um, they called, you know, they said you want to go to the rap party. Now, normally, I haven't been to every, I never go to a rap party, mm -hmm. but I've this year I've been like, you know what, I'm going to show up to things like that, and I, you know, I, so I've, I've changed in that way, you know. But it's like, I'm not trying to be as lazy as, as I am, but I'm pretty lazy, you know what yeah. I mean? But when it comes to this Kim's a comedy thing, I don't think it would be a lot of work, you know, to be honest with you. I think mm. that we would, I would call Molly if we were in San Francisco, and yeah. I would go, listen, me, Steve, and Ken want to do one a one-off show, and then we did it, you know? I don't know if Ken does stand up anymore. He can host. Though. I don't think he does. Yeah. yeah. That, that'd be the thing, because... I know. Yes, he's a TV star, Gary. Is that what you're trying to say? You're gonna... I'm not even saying anything. Say Gary, it no. Gary, I'm going to say this: that yeah. he might not want to do it now. Right. But I'm just throwing it out there. Right. So you're saying so? Literally, a couple seconds ago, 
Bobby was talking about this big grandiose tour, uh-huh. doing it together. It could really rip open the numbers. And now his plan is, I'll make a call to Molly. Maybe we can get a one-nighter. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, you know, well, there's, there's only so many Whoa. markets we could really. <laughs> no, I, no, what I'll say. I, I, I thought this was going to be a big summer tour. And meanwhile, Bobby's you making one call to Molly. One. You got to try one and then see if it works. And then, yeah. you know, you make a commitment. You know, I was like, yeah. this guy's going to do a brand new Woodstock tour. He's like, we'll call Molly and then see if we can one one night. And the bus <laughs> do you By the think way, if we... we went to the Wiltern, though, the Koreans would show up? Yeah, this time, yes. You 100%. So? Because I have a bigger road presence now. Mm-hmm. Back then, I never really did the road. You yeah. know, I have hit these markets so many times and I'm beginning to, dr- I'm beginning to draw really good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like on my end, you know what I mean? I, I, I could pull it off. I think on your end, for sure you could pull it off. Mm-hmm. And then Ken can too. You know, I think that it's uh it's a completely different story now. Yeah, I don't know. Well that, that I mean the, I'm just uh, throwing it out there. Yeah. In a year or two, if you want to do it, I'm there. Yeah. I, I have a question. When you went up to San Francisco that night and you weren't welcomed by the other guys, <laughs> I, I was gi- welcoming. What one guy by the way. Did they give you a hotel that night or did you have to fly Steve back that got- night? Oh, I was going to fly after the first show back because I remember them going, they don't want me on the show. So you didn't, uh, you, I you, had, to, you had to go back because they, Steve's was... the one that flew me out there. I got him a ticket because I, I believed in, I'm always a believer in, look, this is how we started. It's the four of us. This is how sure. we should end it. This is what it should always be. It feels weird going on without all four of us. Thank you. That's that was just my mentality. Right. So it meant that much to me that I said, I'll buy you a ticket so you can fly up. If you're willing to come up and maybe eat crow or just say hey in front of the guys, then for me, it's not about the money. It's about getting the group together. That's what I believed in. What, so, what, what day was that? I would love to know when Steve actually bought you something. Oh, I mean, because biggest, <laughs> biggest <laughs> cheap brick in the business. <laughs> you strike me as the guy that take out your openers and buy him nice dinners. This guy's so effing cheap. But he's the got. I know, but he's got a kid, right? Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I am not cheap. Fuck you guys. It's so I cheap. didn't say it. No. <laughs> he was about yeah. to. Look at his fucking birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Gary. Thank you for the. Thanks for the um, uh, cupcakes. Of course, full Gary. price. Really nice. Full price. What a nice person. Yeah. Um, we like to take care of our guests. But I just, studio. I'm just throwing that out. I can find that on Tiger Lily or whatever your show's called. Tiger Belly? Tiger Belly. <laughs> <laughs> that show's not going to You play video games? You, you play video games, right? I play NHL and Battlefront right now. That's what I play. You like Battlefront? I did when you're first playing it. You're like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm I a stormtrooper or whatever. And then all of a sudden you just realize you're waiting for a pod to land. You got to defend it. And then another pod lands, you got to defend it. Yeah. And it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And there's no, like, finish line. There's no goal line. There's no, like, I want to be accelerating towards. I want to win. There you're just kind of staving off people. Fallout 4, my friend. Yeah. All right. The best game. Why don't you tell uh, Bobby what I have? I'm a true video gamer. Why don't you tell him what I have at my house? This slug. Yeah. Bought a Donkey Kong machine. Full size. Yeah, and it's in his living room. Yeah. And wh- what is your apartment? Like 800 square feet? 600. 600 square feet. <laughs> <laughs> so literally this big full-size arcade game takes up half of the space. There are PlayStations, Xbox you can get at like GameStop and stuff. Now, this is the this, this is the original. How many games are there? Uh, there's a chip on it that plays like 15 other games. Ms. Pac-Man, Galaga, yeah. Centipede. And you play Dig it still? Dug. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When is yeah. the last time you played it? Uh, I mean, it's it's Honestly. been a long time. I mean, because I'm working on TV shows, corporate gays, colleges. I'm just running ragged all day. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, I'm just you're one of those it. guys. You're yeah. killing it. I know. Yeah. I mean, I so I much work. Yeah. Not enough time. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me ask. I want to ask Bobby this yeah, question, ahead. right? So, uh, you, hold you on, hold t- on, hold on. Yeah. Because you just brought that up because yeah. of uh, how much you're working and everything. Yeah. Bobby, I'd like you to read this review. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, on yeah, Gary yeah. Cannon. This is <laughs> this is from a website called Gig Masters. Yeah. You ever hear of this? No. So Gary was Gary did a gig on Gig Masters and my you, very you know, first gig on Gig Masters. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I'd like you to read oh, sure. this review. This review. This is okay. Gary Cannon. That so I got go ahead and re- read the stars out of five. All right. Then, so reviews. Uh, overall satisfaction, one out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Professionalism, three out of five. Accommodating, three out of five. Overall talent, one out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Recommend, one out of five. All right. <laughs> so was comp to the hotel. <laughs> So I'm just going to do it. I'm going to read it as the guy. So, comp to the hotel, never showed up for any of the activities to meet, access the audience, wanted reimbursed for a tuxedo, which he wasn't wearing, arrived immediately after the schedule to perform. His material was stale, nothing fresh. He was loud and obnoxious without being funny. Even his Botox jokes. It was oh, a cosmetic. Botox. Oh, Botox. It was a sorry. Botox convention. Sorry. Even his Botox jokes, it was a uh, cosmetic surgery organization, <laughs> were not funny. And after about 15 minutes, the president of our foundation asked him to leave. <laughs> he was polite and excited without incident. <laughs> wow. When you read something like that, how does that feel? Well, I got to tell you, the night that I did that show, they told me when I got hired to do this gig, it was at a, a hotel in Vegas. It was at the Four Seasons. And the woman who hired me said, hey, listen, I just want to let you know a lot of those people in there are drunk. They're just, they're probably not going to pay attention, but you do the best you can with it. So I went in there. The show was not going well. I was supposed to do 30 minutes. They pulled me off after 15. And the woman who hired me couldn't have been any nicer after the, the, the show. I'm sorry. We wanted to, for it to work out. It didn't. We're so sorry. Boom, boom, boom. Don't worry. We'll pay you. Everything will be great. And then, I don't know, five hours later, that review goes up online. So yeah. I was just like crushed because I was like, wow, this woman was stroking me off. <laughs> yeah. So I, she just wanted me to probably just she get out. She wrote that? She wrote that. Oh, the woman who said, hey, don't worry about it. Everything was great. And then Two-faced I had to fight bastard. to get them. I had to fight to, to get the rest of my money because they, they'd given me a deposit and they still owed me like another 700 bucks and they were fighting with me to pay it. And I finally, I said, listen, I need my money. And, and it took a while, but I finally got it. Wow. Yeah. And I was wearing the tuxedo. They were saying that I was not, but I was wearing the, I, I bought it at the men's warehouse. Or I never read reviews. You don't? No. I don't read comments, reviews, because it's like, it's unhealthy. Yeah. Do you, Steve? Yeah. Why? All of them. Uh, I did believe a whole show sometimes. To that. Yeah, there's a. I, I believe sometimes there is constructive criticism. There isn't in a review. Um, but for the most part, it's just people that are upset with your unfunny their life chink, just... which is what I've gotten, is not constructive. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> K Jung forty four. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to give the the prize this week? Yeah. You didn't uh, do the last show. By the way, let me ask. I want to ask yeah. Bobby something. Yeah. Obviously, you've done so much. TV, you're still doing mm. a ton of stand-up, mm. this, that, and the other thing. What's your ultimate? Like, what what, what do you want to do, be doing in five mm, years? Like, what, that's a very what, good what, question. What's your thing? What, what do you want to be doing? I don't have that um, that kind of goal anymore. I mean, because if you set those kind of goals, in my opinion, you, beget, you get hurt. Right. So for me, it's like as long as every year I'm doing something a little different, I'm happy, you know, Mm. because I realize that um, I'm happy with my career. For many years, I wasn't. I was like, how come 
I'm not in this movie. How come this TV show didn't get picked up? But now I'm like, you know what? I'm so glad that I didn't blow up because I'm still getting opportunities as right. if I'm new. You know, like I'll go to an audition and I'll go, wow, that was really good. Who are you know? Like who is this guy? Right. right? And it's like I, I didn't make you know a bad you know, rep, I don't have a bad reputation. You know what I mean? In 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 America or in the world, right? I just I'm still kind of people are still discovering me, and that's pretty exciting. You know, I um. I'm still getting invited to do really cool shit, shit, and uh, guy, guy, Tori told me that. Yeah. Is as long as every year you're doing something different, like, and so this year I played, you know, Guam. That was really fun. Oh wow! I, I did a couple years ago. I was in South Africa for two months. I did a bunch of shows there, mm -hmm. and you're sitting there, you know, in South Africa, like, you know, walking around with giraffes and stuff, and you're going, "Wow, this is really weird <laughs> and cool," you know, and, right. and that's life, you know, because I know so many guys. I'm not going to name names that blew up huge and that fall down, right? They burn every bridge when they yeah, come down yeah. and there's just no way up. And I'd rather be in my situation than that situation. Right? Rather than be in Dane's situation. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know what I'm talking about. No. Like Dane uh, Elliott. He... Oh, Dane. Oh, oh Dane Elliott. <laughs> yeah. He works God. at the floral shop over on Western. Damn, Damn. Jesus Christ! Start, man. Starting wars. Holy want to start a war, Gary? But you know, you're you're right. I mean, in, in... damn, dude. I love him. Yeah, I love Dan. I do too. Yeah, big fan. But I'm a big fan. But um, you know, He's I doing our show. Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> Not now. Yeah. Remember that fight you guys got in? We didn't get oh, in a yeah. fight. Well, you went to his house and you screamed at him <laughs> on, on his lawn. No, this is all like at one in the morning. He had a lawn. Well, you, I know it's only you got. I know. Look at you. Yeah. Oh, you wanted things. to bring up his Cheech and Chong story <laughs> from '83. You could share this story. I've talked about it though. Yeah, I've, I've talked about it. You know, on Marin's podcast. Yeah, all and, that stuff yeah. is healthy. I really do believe that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but when comics, you know, may have conflict and they work it out in that way is I think very healthy. Well, I'll it's, say this. When it happened, it happened. We were a lot younger then. I, I don't know the reasonings why somebody would say or do or whatever, but the fact of the matter is that I saw Dane, you know, three or four years ago and we just I, I asked him, Hey, could we just walk around the bend and just chat for a minute? And he immediately apologized. And once he did that, it was just like everything, any any even slight resentment I had was gone. And I've seen him out a bunch of times, and we're super cool with each other. Yeah. I, you know. I, I've, I've always I, I played him. hockey with him, you know, once or twice. It is amazing, too, too, as you get older, how, you know, all that little petty bullshit kind of goes away, and everybody kind of, like, puts their ego aside. People become a little more humble. You know what I mean? Even, you know, it's it, it, Well, it, I think it's, it's, it's also knowing your place in the world, I think when you're younger, you really don't know. It's like, where do I fit in? Who am I? What are, you know? And there's just so much going on, and just like you don't have a comfortability in in your own security, in you know, in your living situation, in mm. your you know, in your career. And, I, th and yeah. I think as time goes on, it's like you slowly start to chisel the fat, and you discover, okay, I'm a little more comfortable with myself. I know my place in the world, and I I don't think you have that. Another thing is, is this that you think as a young comic that if you attain certain goals or these things that it'll fix you. Sure. Right, so you go, if I just get into a movie or if I just get on a TV show, and what you realize is that it doesn't. Right. Right, it's just, it's like a drug, really, right? It fades away, and you want more, and it's unhealthy. You know, and nothing 
in, there's, there's no job in the world. There's not an amount of money in the world that's going to fix me. Yeah, but it's funny because, like, you were saying you're in Guam and all these giraffes are walking around. It's like, yeah, I mean, you look at so many people that are doing, like, a regular office job, a day job, a desk job that will never experience that. And, you know, we get to do something different all the time. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's never. But I want to defend comics in the sense that, like, you know, if you take big risks in life, you get big things, right? It's like, you know, I know a lot of guys that go, hey. Um, you know, you should feel blessed and, you know, you're lucky. And I go, I feel lucky, but I walked through a lot of fear. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I did a lot of pressure situations. Like when you're at the Tonight Show, that's not fun, especially in the two, year, I was two, year 2000. Yeah. I was young. I was scared, but I did it, you know? And it's like, you know, I did that. You know, it's like, I'm not saying that I'm different than any other human being, I'm just saying that, you know, if you're listening, you got to take big risks. Yeah. You know, live in the moment, right? That all we have is the moment, but you got to go out and live life. And if you're, if you want to do something, you got to do it. And I think that if everyone lived, unless you're ISIS, don't do that, whatever you're doing. But <laughs> ISIS, stop doing that. But like, other than, other than ISIS, you know what I mean? Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I truly love you. I, I love... I love you. I, I, I honestly, I swear to God, I, I really I do love, love you, Bobby Lee. He's not only great dude, great comic, but when you're at the comedy store, literally the best intros. You always give such I'll a great you, intro. I'll I always you, give you the shittiest you intros, but I, you always give me a great intro. Yeah, why don't you give me a good intro? I started to recently. Oh yeah, yeah. You know why I give good intros? Why? I hate bad intros. You know who gives bad intros? Who? Who used to? Who? Mark Maron. Yeah. But now he's cause, because he knows how I feel about it. Yeah. He's he doesn't do it anymore. I mean, yeah. there are comics that do it, and I just let them know. I go, listen, when you call me a dancing monkey, <laughs> oh my god, what? Yeah, who said that? I mean, there have this guy you know, has high energy and he's a dancing monkey. Oh, that's fucked. And up. then they bring you up. It's like thanks for no fucking pitch. I can't hit yeah. this ball. When right? I've given you bad intros, it's people can tell we, we're friends and I'm fucking around. Yeah, and, and I, we and we yeah. banter on stage. That's fine. I yeah. love that, right? right? But when somebody doesn't, when they're condescending towards you, towards you and your act in general, yeah, and then yeah. and they also negate the things you've done. It's like, hey, dude, I've done way more than you. It's when like, you say all what? these things, can you just look at Gary? Yeah, <laughs> Gary, you don't. We're you, pretty you, much you, talking to you, Gary. Dude. You don't give good intros. I do give oh, good intros. Oh no, no, no. The shit he says about me. Is yeah, that's awful. what I heard. Even sometimes, I never, sometimes I'll give you a shitty one, but I I do mix it up when I know you're mad. Oh God. How dare you? I will. We're in San. Wait, yeah, it was Sacramento <laughs> the whole weekend. <laughs> it's like, ladies and gentlemen, you picked a great weekend to cash in your Groupons. <laughs> <laughs> this they next did. guy, you know, from nothing, <laughs> and it's just like I'm the headline, dude. Yeah, do that yeah. backstage. Do you but, get angry? I don't get angry. It's just like it's fine, but yeah. I'm like, I'll go up, I'll do my stuff, but it's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, dude. No, no, but but listen, Gary, listen, no, I, no, no. I'm I, the can king I say of hosting. No, I, I, you, I heard about that. Yes, yes. Yeah, so let me ask you something, right? Yes, but that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> but but you do Give it out of love. You do, do you do it yes. out of love? Oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah. We have a great report. we have a great. Okay. He's only done that on a handful of cases. Okay. But like even Tape and Sullivan's son, it's much like when I bring you up. He just. Ladies and gentlemen, this next guy graduated from the Rob Schneider Academy of Dramatic Arts, Steve <laughs> Byrne. It's like, that's the stuff. Wow. But it's also funny, too, because we I was talking to Fraser Smith about this last yeah. night. It, it's funny because no matter how much I would shit on you, whether it was the intro or at Sullivan and Son, the minute you would try to zing me back, the audience would boo Steve because I just had him on my side. And then when you would 
try to zing me back, they would boo you and you'd be like, what the, why are you yelling at me now? I mean, yeah. it was just, it was absolutely crazy just to kind of see that whole dynamic. But oh, I will definitely boy. build it up because I think, oh, and that, I think it's important. It is I important. really do. Now, I just want to say thank you for having me on Sullivan Sons. It was a really fun uh, story arc. We'll have to talk that off the air. Story arc, and I really appreciate it. Off the air. It's really nice. Love you. Off the air. Bobby. Bobby, but. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not done yet. What? God, what? We have a giveaway and we have a sponsor. Yeah. Cut that shit. Cut it off. Do do the. What's the giveaway? Okay. By the way, we're doing a cool giveaway. We're both friends with Ellen DeGeneres here. And actually, what well, we're you guys doing? We go shopping together. We go shopping together. We buy clothes together. I love him. Uh, we are giving a uh, a guest, uh, a listener, yeah. and a guest a chance to come out to L.A. Mm-hmm. and go to uh, uh, an Ellen Twelve Days of Christmas show. So wow. we're not even giving That's away the awesome. prizes. We're giving them the tickets the opportunity, to get the, prize. the tickets. Yes. So we will fly you out, mm-hmm. and then everything else is on you. But right. you'll get to go to the Twelve Days of Christmas show through Ellen, and uh, we'll take caller eight. Phrase that pays. Give us the phrase that pays. Couple of tickets to the uh, Ellen 12 Days of Christmas show, yeah. which is coming up. So uh, that's very exciting. Right. And by the way, uh, Steve, we have a sponsor today. We do. We actually have a sponsor. Which this is, is great. We, we're so excited about this. Uh, today's sponsor is uh, Audible.com, which is awesome. Uh, they have more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And we are actually giving a 30-day trial subscription to our listeners if they go to audible.com backslash dojo just so you know are you a big uh audiobooks guy i've listened to them on occasion on road trips so i'll definitely do it they 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 definitely are the best um what i wanted our listeners to know i love self-help books and stuff they're the greatest right uh that these audible books have chapter navigation uh sleep mode there's a 30 second rewind there's a button free mode uh it just it's really really cool so all you have to do is go to um, audible.com and backslash dojo. Um, like I said, Audible's offering a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audible.com backslash dojo for uh, your pick of over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Um, and uh, enjoy it. A, Anytime a I gift. take a, like a long road trip, especially during the holidays or something, I always load up on something. I remember... When you're my oh, when my wife and I were driving here from Chicago, we listened to the Kite Runner. Oh, and we were yeah. like crying in Colorado. Oh, you were? <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so depressing. Can I borrow ten dollars? I'm being real. God, I love you. No, I, I need to borrow ten dollars though. Yeah, here. But I really, it's, I'm it's, being real. Okay. It's what's yeah, yeah. great. I mean, because there's books about broadcasters, entertainers, exactly. magazine and newspaper publishers, business information providers. It's it's actually really really cool. Unlike a uh, a streaming or a rental service, Audible, you own the book, which is great. That's awesome. Yeah, so check well, it out. Audible.com backslash dojo. Check it out. Thank you to our guest, Bobby, Bobby Lee. Lee. So funny. Tiger so Belly. funny. You can listen to his podcast on All Things Comedy as well called Tiger Belly. He is literally one of my favorite human beings. We thank you guys for listening at Canon Comedy, at Steve Byrne Live. Keep up with us. Keep the reviews coming in. Champion is on Netflix. And don't forget, Saturday, February 6th, Chicago, filming my fourth hour special. 7 and 10 o'clock at Lincoln Hall. Go to lh-st.com for tickets. Thank you guys so much. Pittsburgh New Year's Eve. Adios.